have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Louise, welcome back. Great to have you back on the Everyday Adventurer series. So how's things going? Really good, really good. So I've been in Glasgow for a month now, so I'm starting to set in a little bit. Nice. I tell you, yeah, when we last spoke, you were a couple of days away and actually pretty chilled, I think, for somebody who was about to move <laughs> all the way from uh, from London up to Glasgow. So how, how did the move go? Um, yeah, it actually went really well. Um, I think because I had a holiday to look forward to straight away, um, I was just kind of focusing on that. So I spent two days manically unpacking all my stuff to find all my holiday stuff and then went straight away. So right. it went pretty well. Excellent. Excellent. So you got settled in and then so tell us about the holiday. What was what was going on there? Um, so it was a bit random, actually. So one of my friends I used to that I used to work with, he got together seven of us. Um, none of us knew each other. We all just knew him. Um, for a road trip around the Outer Hebrides. Um, So it's kind of like a camping, walking, chilling, drinking on the beach holiday. Um, And it turned out to be really good. So everyone was really cool, um, did a lot of exploring, found like these incredible white sand beaches that I didn't know existed in Scotland. Um, And yeah, it was just a really cool sort of like introduction to Scotland really. Amazing. So how um, so how are you feeling about the move? Sounds like you're feeling pretty positive. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit smug. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said to my friend this morning, I was like, I can't believe just kind of how well it's going. Um, I've met up with a few people up here that I used to know from my graduate scheme at work and they're all just really lovely. Um, one of them's taken me out on a walk already um, to, up to a place called the Wangi, which is just north of where I live. Um, and yeah, everyone's just dead friendly and the flat's lovely and it's just miles better than London. <laughs> good, good. Well, no offence to anybody that lives in London, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I can understand that. I mean, you're in a pretty cool part of the world. So um, so kind of the dust has settled, the move's gone well, you had a nice break. How are you yeah. feeling about the challenge? Uh, is it still on plan for the timing that you were originally planning? Has anything changed? Um, so timing wise, no, still going ahead um, at the start of September. Um, ironically, whilst we were camping, I met a few people sort of in like the washrooms and places that had just done the West Highland Way. Oh, really? Um, and I think when I last spoke to you, I was a bit blase about it. And I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. It's easy. Um, every single person that I've met has said it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's made me rethink sort of the training that I need to do. Um, I find it hard to get my head around the fact that it'll be training because in my head training is for something like the marathon um, but yeah I've since speaking to those people I've sort of put into the diary training weekends going out into the hills um, last weekend which was my first weekend back in Glasgow after my holiday I went and did sort of a 10k walk with my friend and then did the start of the John John Muir's Way um, which was from Helen's Bristol and um, so I think that was 10 miles in the sun managed to get some burn um, but yeah that was the start of sort of some actual proper training I guess. Yeah it's funny isn't it because when you do something like that where you're going to be walking and you're going to be walking for such a long period of time 
you don't necessarily think about training in the same way but i um but i think you're i think you're smart to think that way now you've got time right you're not going till september so now's the time to do it and to you know i think i would maybe think about it as your conditioning you know you're conditioning your body and your mind you're going to be on your feet for a long time so it's like time out on the feet getting to know yeah. the terrain and also you know you mentioned kind of getting sunburn but getting yourself in those in those situations and then learning what goes right what goes wrong what do you do because you gotta make a lot of decisions when you're out somewhere like that yeah i mean that's definitely something i've learned one don't wear black leggings in 24 degree heat and take some sunscreen with you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah you speak about yeah. sort of conditioning um some of the guys that i was speaking to that have done the west island way they were talking about having leg strength um and i think when i last spoke to you i said to you i hate going to the gym it's just not my thing yeah um, so since coming up, I've tried to think a little bit outside of the box as to how I can improve sort of my leg strength. Um, so I have, I went to a yoga class last week, um, which I'm going again tonight. Um, but I've also joined a climbing club. Um, so I've never done climbing before, but I assume that it's going to improve my strength, my leg strength and my arm strength. Not that I need arm strength, but um, definitely leg strength, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea and it's fun and it's a, you're going to meet a community of people like a you know, tribe that you can kind of be part of and get to know people. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I'm quite excited. So when we spoke last time as well, you were um you were thinking about maybe wild camping on the way. You weren't entirely sure what's the plan there. Um so I'm kind of, I'm still thinking about it. Um, I don't know if you have heard of this woman, but there's a woman called Emily Scott, who I actually don't know how I know about her. It's probably through Instagram. Um, she started, she's just started up a company called Adventure Scotty. Um, and she's doing, she was doing trial weekends over the summer. Um, and the point of the trial weekends is to go and do sort of a couple of days of walking um, and Munro bagging, but with wild camping in the middle. Um, and she put an advert up on Instagram um probably like three or four weeks ago just looking for guinea pigs for her trial weekend um one of which is mid-july um so i just emailed her and said look i'd be really interested um and she actually got back to me this morning and said you've been shortlisted um, and to go on the trial weekend in july which is going to be wild camping amazing so I think I will probably make my decision after that. See how that goes. Perfect. Well, Emily's awesome. I actually had Emily as a guest on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So the episode hasn't come out yet, but it will be coming out soon. Um, so yeah, she's, she's fantastic and, and perfect person for you to go and uh, spend some time with for sure. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Awesome. So what, um, what's kind of keeping you awake at night? Is anything worrying you? I mean, you seem like pretty relaxed. You've moved house. You had a nice holiday. You seem going to yoga and doing the climbing club. So life seems pretty good at the moment. Is anything worrying you or are you just feeling pretty good about the challenge? Um, feeling pretty good. I think the only thing that I, at the minute, I need to work out is sort of equipment. Um, yeah. I have one small walking backpack, which I went walking with yesterday, and it is just a day backpack. Um, but I'm thinking that the weekend away with Emily I will get more of an idea because we're, we're, the plan is to carry all our kit, so carry our tent, sleeping bag and everything. Um, so from that, I'm hoping to get an idea of what I need to buy. Um, trying to work out what shoes to wear. So I've got a pair of like proper sturdy walking boots, but I've got some train, uh, walking trainers as well. Um, so it's just trying to like speak to people that have done it before 
Um, don't really want to overthink it too much because I don't really want to worry about it. But it's just those little decisions as to yeah what equipment to take, I guess. So I think you're doing the right things, though. You know, going on trip with Emily is great. And also, you know, joining groups on Facebook and chatting to people that have done it before is such a good idea. Kit choice is key, right? You know, when you do something like this, I think, um, uh, you know, I've got my uh, my pack rafting challenge later on this year. And, and when you're carrying everything like you will be, weight is everything. <laughs> Um, so you know the the type of tent you get the type of sleeping bag you get the you know sleeping mat you get you want the smallest lightest that you can afford basically Um, yeah you know because that has so much weight all the guys on the holiday that I went on were joking about how little I am so I've never really thought of myself as a small person but apparently I am um (laughs) so I think that'll that'll sort of determine how much weight I can carry as well yeah yeah, you should check out the um, the Project Hydrogen Van Gogh tent. It's a single-person tent. It's pretty cool. It's got air beams, um, so you, you sort of like self-inflate. Um, it's really, really light. It's pretty expensive, but it's really light. I think it's I saw good. one of these whilst I was away because I was amazed at the fact that it had no poles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it weighs about, I don't know what it is, but it's like f- 550 grams or something. It's really light. So, you know, when you think about half a kilo there and uh, you could probably have less than a kilo in your, your, your tent, your sleeping bag and your roll mat then. So, um, but I'll, I'll ping you a, a note as well, cause I've got a really good light birdhouse sleeping bag, which is, it goes back. I'll show you right now. It's really small. Yeah, that's tiny. Mine's like yeah. maybe double the size of that. Yeah. I, this, and this wasn't mega expensive. I got it from, um, I think I got it from Decathlon. Oh no, go! I got it from Go Outdoors. It's so so light. It's well well worth. It's not crazy, not crazy expensive, and that that's a, that's like a game changer when your sleeping yeah. bag is that small. Um, and September it should be relatively warm. You just got to think about the temperature. But yeah, I'll send you the link, and then you can check out the temperature range. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I mean, I'm happy to invest in stuff as well because yeah. this isn't going to just be one challenge and then I never get yeah. walking again. It's sort of intended as the start of longer challenges, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It will serve you. That kit will serve you well, I'm sure. Well, really, really nice to catch up. Excited to to hear more about the uh, the climbing club and the yoga and how the practice is going. I think also um, for you, like thinking, uh, being thoughtful about fueling, um, and what you're eating i know you were chatting on uh, on whatsapp with Lindsay, one of the other everyday adventurers who's just done the you know the north coast 500 and I, and i think when you're out on your feet all day and these kind of things thinking about what you're going to eat what you what you can tolerate i was chatting recently i've done a bonus episode which will come out soon with a um, phd nutritionist called greg potter which i think you'll enjoy because you know he talks a lot about hey we practice a lot at you know, running or walking or any of the things that we're planning to do. We think about that. We maybe even think about, you know, mental preparation and mindfulness, but we tend not to think too much about fuel. And then we just eat whatever we can when we're doing these endurance events. And then our digestive system in the end just says, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) So his recommendation was, you know, at least a week, sometimes two weeks before, you should be starting to try and practice eating the way that you'll eat during the challenge. So for somebody like you that's doing something big like you're doing, if you eat normally and then wake up the next day and start, it's going to be a massive shock to your digestive system because the type of food, uh, you know, what's available to you in terms of um, nutrition, uh, uh, nutrients in the food is going to be so different to what you've been eating. It will be a real shock. 
And uh, yeah. as he says, you don't want to get you don't want to get danger pants when you're when you're out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather avoid that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, good. Look, really exciting to to hear how how things are going. I'm so pleased the move went well. You look really relaxed and look like you're really uh, happy. So that's great news, and we'll be in touch soon. Yeah. Speak to you soon. have to be your biggest fan and when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working but there's something inside of you that says i just have to follow that because you don't know who you